Inside Chicago Government. ShyGov.com. Welcome to another in a series of interviews with Ben Jarofsky. I'm Dave Gloetz. Ben writes on government and politics for the Chicago Reader. And he's here with me still after seven years this month. Wow, sunrise, sunset, man. Today, though, we're talking about your article that appeared in the Reader on November 20th, 2014, titled, Why Did Mayor Emanuel Stonewall the Tribune? Oh, yes. In this article, you recap the recent Chicago Tribune series. Ah, brilliant series. That exposes the risky financial deals in which the Chicago public school system has engaged. That is correct. In the last 10 years. According to the Tribune, the city issued, quote, $1 billion in auction rate debt paired with interest rate swaps that will likely cost $100 million more than what the school district would have paid for traditional fixed rates debt. At least $100 million more. It's a conservative estimate. Nobody really knows for certain except for the bankers themselves. But that number is kind of controversial. And reacting to the furor over the controversy, Mayor Rahm Emanuel said, quote, under my tenure, there have been no swaps, unquote. However, the Trib reported, quote, the city of Chicago has entered into at least four interest rate swaps under the Emanuel administration, end quote. The Trib went on, the records obtained by the Tribune show new contracts with new banks layered on top of existing swaps, in effect creating double swaps on the old debt. And then they say in three of the four cases, the Emanuel administration was trading a more predictable arrangement for a less predictable one which another expert called definitely riskier. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely so. (laughs) So I'm wondering how the electorate provides oversight in these situations. The risky deals were made possible first by the state legislature, which passed enabling legislation in 2003, and secondly, by the Chicago Board of Education. What is a citizen to do? Other than oust the current incumbent, I don't know what you can do. I mean, the part of the series that interested me the most, I should say, was not just the risky venture itself, which is a complicated form of borrowing in which you're sort of betting against the market, but was Mayor Emanuel's reaction to the Tribune when they came looking for information and he stonewalled them to try to conceal the information. This gets to the heart of your question for the discerning electorate who's worried about undue finances on basic borrowing bonding programs that you need to uh, rebuild your streets or build new schools or just any kind of basic essential capital projects. It seems as though this follows the trend where there's too many investment bankers in city government. So there's too many people who come from the investment community, spend time here in between jobs in the investment community, are cultivating contacts and friendships and favors with the investment community. Is it a coincidence that we're now seeing financial sector professionals, you said investment bankers, in key government leadership positions, namely the Chicago mayor? The Chicago school board president, now the Illinois governor. Governor. Yeah, This is actually a a topic that I addressed uh, in a column, which I don't believe we talked about, the invasion of the investment bankers, where I went down the list. There's several of them. There's also the city controller, the the new treasurer. So pretty much everybody who monitors how our local government spends its money comes from this side. I don't think it's a coincidence. I think this is a trend. This is where 
Mayor Rahm's going. This is what he thinks is a good idea. That's where he comes from. Where he comes from. We've had this conversation before. I think he has contempt for people who are on the other side of the fence, so to speak, like the Ralph Nader's of the world. You know, I mean, why couldn't Ralph Nader type be uh, overseeing these programs? You know, a real watchdog. Mayor Emanuel, before he was mayor, Congressman Emanuel, he always has had contempt for the left wing of his Democratic Party. Um, he presumes that they're just going to stay Democrat because they have no choice. And uh, he just he has obviously a greater appreciation for money makers who could go Democrat or could go Republican. And he presumes that to bring them into the Democratic tent is an overall gain. And so when it comes to uh, monitoring government, I think that leaves us at a, a huge disadvantage because the interests are not always the same. The interests of you, the taxpayer, and school children are not always the same of a private banker who's looking to make a big payday. So I think this is a trend. Your first question, what can we, the citizens, do? Well, if you're against this kind of trend, you should not vote for this mayor. You should vote for somebody else. You should vote for a different trend. You should vote for the non-banker candidate. Yeah, then figure that in. I think, you know, I mean, there must be at least one on the ballot. On that note, Ben, thanks for joining me today. Thank you, sir. Listeners, we welcome your questions, comments, and suggestions for future interviews. You can tweet us or give us a Facebook post about that. Search for Inside Chicago Government or email us via contact at shygov.com. I'm Dave Gloatz. Thanks for listening.